Good day guys, this is your business coach Adana Austin and welcome to the Dynamic Business Growth Podcast, your weekly podcast where we talk about all things business. It's about if you need a team to grow your business, if you need a team to scale a business and what else do you need to take into consideration to scale your business? Now, the one thing you have to realize is not a one-size-fits-all. What may work for me may not necessarily work for you. So you have to make a decision about the type of business model that you want, right? So it's going to be that you have to make that decision based on what you want for your business, what type of lifestyle that you want to live while you are running this business, and what is your long-term goal for your business do you want in five years that you be this the you know the the chef the cook the bottle washer is that division that you have for your business that's fine or do you have a vision where your business can run and you can make money even when you're offline even though even though you're not there all the time right you have to make a decision of what type of business that you want and then start to put things in place to get there now it does not happen overnight and yes you have to go through some trial and error because it means that you have to also trust in people trust in technology trust in the process um, to get things done but from my experiences, and I said, this is not a one size fits all. From my experience, my business was able to grow a lot faster or I was able to reach my goals a lot faster once I started to bring people on my team and once I started to use a little more technology. And why did that happen for me and my business model is because I was able by having a virtual assistant, by having a personal assistant, um, I was able to focus more on serving my clients so that my virtual assistant and my personal assistant were able to do all the back-end stuff in my business, right? And make sure that like my automations were working, my website was up to date, my emails were going out, my blogs were going out, that, you know, that my posts were being automated so that people were seeing me all the time so that I did not have to, and I still don't have to spend all day online or all day on social media to make sure that people are seeing me and hearing me. And that was the beauty of hiring people, right? When you are making the decision to hire somebody in your business, you have to decide which parts of your business you're going to let them in. I know that um, one of the biggest obstacles <laughs> mentally um for many entrepreneurs it's like you know this is my baby i'm afraid to give people information because they might steal my information or they may steal my ideas or they may steal whatever um you know whatever i'm creating so that is a big hurdle i understand that many of us have to get over it's a mindset shift that you have to you have to get over it also means that in deciding who is going to be on your team you have to do your background checks you have to do enough research on the persons that you are vetting to become part of your team to make sure that they are trustworthy make sure that they have done this before talk to their past um, clients talk to their references you know what I mean you have to do the background work to make sure that they are ethical 
as well as making sure that they have the same kind of work ethic as you right so that is on you to do because you can't just continue saying well i can't trust anybody i can't trust anybody there's nobody out there trustworthy that's simply not true you have to decide who is going to be trustworthy and also be open to learning from them even though you are the boss also be open to learning from them and be open to the understanding that sometimes relationships just do not work out. Some people I've hired, and after three months of working with me, their probation period, because I usually give a three-month probation period, they just were not the right fit, and that is life. That did not deter me from going and finding more staff or new staff members, right? Um, it, it, it was a lesson to me um, of what I missed, where my communication was lacking, what I needed to explain more or what, you know, what I needed to kind of let go as well. So even though some relationships in business did not work out, it's not a deterrent. It is actually a learning, um, a, a lesson for you to learn, right? So as you start to think about growing your business one you know that's one of the things you want to start to consider like if i bring somebody in what exactly would i be sharing with them what exactly or you know what exactly would they have access to my virtual assistants and they don't have access to everything but they have access to certain parts of my business after i have trained them that's the next thing you have to be able to train those people right train them to work how you will work the speed you will work the quality you will work and have the same kind of level of work ethic with you so they have um, access to certain things and i keep access to certain things to myself right um and and that has allowed me as a as a business owner to really scale my business take on more clients increase my prices um and the other part of scaling is it has also allowed me the freedom to develop other streams of income passive streams of income and multiple streams of income so because i have my visual assistant i can automate a lot more stuff i can i was able to revamp my membership site and offer more because i don't have to spend time doing the creation of it i could just record stuff write stuff in words send it to my visual assistant and they will make everything look and sound pretty because that takes a lot of time and that's what i didn't want to do right so that's what they have control over um and create my digital products again i just have to record send it to them and they make it look pretty they you know <laughs> and they just do it and once i have that you know it goes up in the shop and people can just buy over and over and over and what that has allowed me to do is free up a lot of my time so i'm not tied to my phone not tied to my computer money is going to come in all the time the my biggest job as as an entrepreneur is the marketing meaning just building the relationships with my audience right spending that time answering questions because my assistants and they don't answer questions from my audience or from people who are in my dms or sending me emails and that kind of thing that is my responsibility so i spend time building those relationships building that know like and trust with my audience by showing up like this doing these types of videos responding to emails if somebody emails me responding to dms if somebody comes into my dm and asks me any question about a product 
or service that I may be offering so so you have to figure out okay what can I allow somebody to take charge of and what am I going to continue to hold on to so that you have some kind of separation as well and so that you also protect your business right but as I said, it's not a one-size-fits-all. You don't have to start off with a team of five people. You can start off with one person. That person could be part-time. That person could work a specific amount of hours or that person could work a specific amount of days per week or per month. It really depends on what your vision is, what your, um, you know, what your goal is for your business and how much you can afford as well right so you want to take all of those things into consideration instead of just saying well I can't afford it I don't want to do it I want to hold on to everything and I want to do everything for myself because trust me guys you will get burnt out <laughs> and we're trying to create sustainable businesses right and a sustainable business is a business that makes money on a continuous basis a sustainable business is a business that does not require your presence 24 7 a sustainable business is a business that that allows you to make money even while you sleep and as i said it does not happen overnight nope it requires you to put in some work it also requires you to invest in yourself and in your business and even that may mean hiring staff or that may mean um adding new technology to your arsenal that allows you to do certain things and automate things or you know just get things in place that you couldn't that you were doing manually before so it requires an investment in in yourself and in your business in order for you to get exactly what you want but that is what you need to do to create a sustainable business right and you just do it step by step and you test it out and you figure out is this working for me is this not working for me and guys the other part of having a sustainable business is that you need to be selling more than one thing or you need to be offering more than one solution to your audience and not just that one thing because if you're just relying on one program or one service or one product alone right again that is a recipe for burnout and for those of you who are selling products specifically Right, you want to think, you want to say to yourself, can this, what are the, what are the um, other things I can sell beside this product? Can I sell things that are going to complement this product so I can sell bundles or I can send, sell them individually? What else do people need when they buy this product, right? What, are, what is the, what is the logical next step? What after they have bought this, what is the logical next step? What what else do they need? And can I also produce that? And if you are doing products, right, and you're thinking about hiring somebody, you can think about you can think about it in um, different ways. Do I hire somebody to do some of the manual labor? So doing the doing, let's just say 
um, if you're doing a product, if you actually create the product yourself, do I um, hire somebody to do the molding for me or do I hire somebody to come and do the packaging for me and, and seeing about the delivery and that kind of thing, the customer service part of it? Or do I hire somebody to do my social media part or my email part, right? So when you're hiring somebody, it may not necessarily be that you're hiring somebody to do the, the hands-on work, meaning the actual production of the, of the, of the, the product that you're doing at this time but you can also hire somebody to do the other things for you so you need to really determine what that looks like and and even what that feels like so for our shop for example we don't we don't hire somebody on a regular basis we will hire based on the season so like if it's valentine's and we know we're gonna have a rush of orders we may hire somebody then if we know it's it's wedding season and we're going to have a rush of orders we hire somebody then we hire somebody to do all our deliveries and that kind of thing so that we don't have to be on the road doing anything like that you know what i mean you have to figure out in your own business model um what would make sense for you so that you can scale your business in a way that you don't have to be tied to your business we also hire and collaborate with other people um, who offer complementary things for our audience right so that our audience they can get more than one thing from us so you want to always think about your business that way and think about you know how can I scale my business without giving myself more work <laughs> right and if I have to start to bring somebody into my business if I have to hire staff what exactly would be their duties you have to get clear about that first because it's so easy and I've seen this so many times that entrepreneurs hire people it didn't work out and it's always the other person's fault they were horrible they were this they were that and they don't take take the accountability of you did not communicate to that person that hire you did not communicate to that person exactly what they were supposed to be doing you did not communicate to them what leeway they had your communication was poor you did not respond to them in a timely manner you did not give them the training you did not give them the tools you just you just assume that they would know and you just you know you just based on on assumptions right you just do it on assumptions and you let the business run like that and because they didn't do it the way that you wanted them to to do it you get upset and say they're not good and stuff that happens sometimes not all the time but it happens enough times that it is an issue <laughs> right so you also have to take accountability for your part to play in it as the boss as the owner of the business right um, because a lot of times we assume things and if the person does not um if the person is not aware of something they would not be able to deliver properly to you they would not be able to function they would not be able to function um optimally for you thanks so much for tuning into today's podcast and remember it is all about focus and consistency Check for more episodes on my website at Marketing Dynamics Business Solutions at www.mkgdynamics.com.